0: Lock Talk
1: Radio. too black, too
0: black, too
1: black, too black, too black, too
0: black.
1: Too black right though, up, right two black, Two too black, girls right the the black, too and right too and to black,
0: to black, black,
1: black, so. two
0: black, to black, black, to black, two black, Two black, to black, the black, Let's do it. This girl, this girl, this girl. Break it down. Too black, too black. The truth hurts. We love you, babe. This girl,
1: this girl. Whatever. <laughs> Two black girls. Girl, girl, and them, girl. girl, girl, girl. It's been a long time. You shouldn't have left me. Me, 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 me on my echo button, girl. <laughs> All
0: right. And I, I won't talk about the part that I did. Y'all y'all know what it
1: is. <laughs> my name is Shay Moore.
0: And I am Elise Stewart, baby. It, it has been too long. Folks have still been liking our Facebook page for Two Black Girls and a Mic. They've been still liking us on Twitter. And I said, we have to show our people some love. It's about time.
1: I know. It's been a really long time. A lot has been going on in our lives personally, and a lot's been going on in the world. So... We're going to bring it back front and center because we know. you all like the way we do our thing.
0: Shoot, I like it. so I know they like it. Okay. <laughs> and I have to co-sign on that. Uh, as for what's been going on in our life, I think in our last episode, you were telling us that you were about to go over to some guy's house and get some sausage or something. I did. <laughs> <laughs> The rumors we start.
1: <laughs> well, it's always, I'm always in search of sausage.
0: <laughs>
1: that, I quite possibly could have said that. I, I don't remember saying that, but I could have quite possibly said that. <laughs>
0: well, I tell you, um, Shay, like you said, let's let's talk about the celebrities and maybe bring it back to us and, and what we've been up to for those that are actually curious about our personal lives. <laughs> And who would you? It's, it's a lot out there. What would you like to talk about first? I know Tyson uh, Beckford, new movie coming out, uh, Chocolate City. He's supposed to strip. Is that appealing?
1: Not to me. I don't know. It's something about Tyson that's appealing to look at, like on pages of magazines i don't want to hear him talk and that's just me maybe some other ladies who are listening don't agree but for me i just want him to be silent wow <laughs> Like i don't like my chocolate to talk back to me when i bite into to my hershey bar it would be strange if it talked back to me so let's just keep him on the pages silent and sexy
0: you know i was talking about uh tyrese to someone and i don't know how we came on the subject of tyrese but I was saying, yeah, he is, you know, Tyrese is appealing, easy on the eyes, but I can just imagine that he would talk your ear off and you, like, say, go get me something and lock him out the house for a little while. Yeah. You know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would agree with you, like because he literally knows everything. Goodness. <laughs> like you know, a guy like that, you know, you can't know everything and be, you know, have body artie and all of that other stuff. I agree with you. Uh, he's not one of my favorites.
0: <laughs> and, and speaking of uh, how guys look, and, and I know some people probably like googling us right now to see what we, what we look like, what we're working with, and that's all good. My hair is combed in most of my pictures, so I'm ready. Go ahead, <laughs> and Google. Most
1: of them, right? <laughs> <laughs> girl, that is off the chair. But I, I
0: saw I saw a picture of Jay Z today, mm-hmm. and he was holding his little girl Blue Ivy, and that girl is her father's child.
1: Yes, he is. I'm
0: seeing more and more of a Jay Z each picture.
1: Wish I look like Jay Z. Get me a lawsuit, girl. My cable bill due this week. I got a lot of stuff going on
0: personally. A little while back, I was thinking she was a good mixture of her parents, but now I'm, I'm really seeing Daddy in the photo uh, that I saw her in was associated with a story. She started preschool, and they said some of the parents are complaining because she comes to school with like two cars, three bodyguards. And so forth. And like she's holding up the uh the travel line there for the drop off purposes.
1: Well, they'll be OK. They need to be happy that Blue Ivy is among their children and passing on some of her stardust to the rest of the children of the preschool line.
0: Now, the question is on everybody's mind. And I'm just saying that. Will Blue Ivy want to be down with North? Because I don't think Beyonce want to be down with K, Kim Kardashian.
1: Well, North is a little bit temperamental. We have never seen Blue Ivy cut up. She don't be scowling and, and looking all crazy and screaming and crying at fashion shows. I think that, you know, Blue Ivy is being raised more like a little girl, like a normal little girl.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think
1: that they are raising North more like in the celebrity lifestyle. And already she's got the little, you know, blue steel going on in her pictures at three.
0: <laughs> like wow, how old she is. And, and Shay, you know what you you say raising a, a little celebrity or a little diamond or so forth. Someone was telling me uh, Lil Wayne. I think his daughter had her sweet sixteen party featured. If they still do it on MTV, maybe that's what they were making reference to. They were saying her budget was like seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars for this party, and she still wasn't happy. Like she she needed more.
1: I watched it. No, that wasn't true. She okay, wasn't please unhappy. correct me. Um, I watched it. She she was requesting. A lot of stuff. She requested a Ferrari as her car. And so her mother was like, absolutely not. She was like, you're not getting a Ferrari. What 16-year-old has a Ferrari? But um, she wound up getting it anyway, girl. Shut (laughs) up. Because her daddy spoils her. You know, Lil Wayne of course is her father and he gets her whatever she wants. They were they showed a little Skype conversation between the two of them and he told her, Whatever you want, baby, you get and so her mother wanted to get her like this really nice BMW. And so they roll out the BMW, you know, at the end of the party, you know, as the reveal. And um Reginae, that's her name, she was really excited about the BMW. She was like, Oh, Daddy, this is nice, this is beautiful. And so she was appreciative, and then they rolled out the Ferrari. So she actually got two cars, a BMW and a Ferrari.
0: And, and what I wonder is later on when she starts to date and she finds a man that she really cares about, is he going to be able to compete with Daddy? Because you think she'll probably still want to live on that, on that level. Well, she'll probably have a trust by then, I guess.
1: And I feel weird gossiping about a 16-year-old, but within the... Um, <laughs> I really feel really... I'm creepy. a hater, because I want to be... I'm, I want to... <laughs> but I'm going to say this a little bit. of am going a little bit of tea, <laughs> and then we can move on. But um, within the uh, show, she talked about being um, in a dating relationship with young Jeezy's son. Oh, my goodness. So he was actually a part of this episode as well. Mm. So I guess she'll maybe date, like, another rapper's... Off spring and maybe they'll be able to, you know, maybe they'll get her a, a, a plane, like Creflo Dollar, get her a private plane. Oh, my goodness,
0: Shay. <laughs> when I read that, uh, now I'll give them some credit. They say the plane they got back in 1999 said uh, obviously it was old. It was some safety issues, concerned. As a matter of fact, they were flying somewhere. One of the engines went out. They landed safely and all of that. But how do you go to your flock and say if each of you give us $300, to the tune of 200,000 people, we can pay for this plane to $65 million.
1: It's called crowdfunding. I love the idea.
0: Oh, no. <laughs>
1: if everyone listened to this podcast would contribute $10 <laughs> to me, I'd be able to go get my car painted. And I've been thinking about getting my boobs lifted. Oh. So everybody
0: go deep
1: <laughs> in your pockets and dig deep into your hearts. <laughs>
0: Oh my, it's okay. We're going to start a Kickstarter fund for that.
1: Yes, girl. Shay's new boobs.
0: <laughs> we should have started on I the real. I'll
1: show you the boobs. That'll be one of the levels of gifts. If you give a certain amount, i actually show you the new boobs.
0: Well, you know what, Shay? Don't play with me. You know how I am. And I will go and start that fund today just because it will it will boost our podcast.
1: I'm serious. I'm going to be 40 in January. Why not get some new boobs?
0: <laughs> I I don't know what to say on that one. What, what size you want?
1: Well, my boobs are already big. I've got double D breasts, so but you just want a just, little lift now. Um, they've been double D's for so long that they're pointing towards hell now, and I'm <laughs> going to be pointing towards heaven.
0: <laughs> Shame on you, Shay. Too what? <laughs> <laughs> the
1: truth. <laughs> Okay, no, my boobs are not sagging, so I just told you a nice lie. Is that better? But
0: no, 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 <laughs> I was going to say, on the real, it doesn't matter if you've got small tatas or large ones, gravity is going to take hold of them eventually, and, and especially if you have a child, your breasts just change, if, if you uh, nurse your baby, and I nursed for three years. Wow. Mm-hmm. But I, I still like my little hush puppy.
1: That's a long time. You used to pull your boobs out in public when he was three. He had teeth then.
0: Ow. Girl, and I wish people would stop saying that. It's, it's like Mother Nature. It's all like built into this whole system. And the child knows when they're done with the whole feeding process. Um, I tried to stop him along the way. But emotionally, it was upsetting my child and was upsetting me to see him upset. And it was it wasn't like. Three years, he was just like, "Ooh, mommy, let me on there." It was like, it was like uh, more of a comfort thing, maybe like uh, when he got up in the morning, when I would go pick him up uh, from uh, daycare, he mm-hmm. he wanted to do it. Kind of like it was like three specific times. It wasn't as as regularly as uh, it was, you Before. know, going okay. on. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, um, I, I, this is a really important conversation because I think that you know, so many of us you know, when years passed and generations passed, grandmothers and so forth, that was the only way that we ate was through um, breastfeeding. And so in the 70s, and this is when I was raised up, you know, I was born in 76. So in my era, that's when we really saw a lot of the mothers go toward bottle feeding. Mm. And it, it almost feels like it was pushed like an agenda on the black community. And I wonder if this is the beginning of like all of the childhood obesity and all of the problems that we have been having with our health within the community because we're eating, you know, and drinking this manufactured formula instead of going back to, you know, the natural source. Now, I don't have any kids yet, but if the Lord would bless me, I certainly would um, want to breastfeed. So, you know, that's really a joke that I was saying about getting new booze because I really do want to breastfeed. So I, I don't think I could breastfeed. Can't you breastfeed with on um, I, I think if
0: you have surgery to have them lift it cuz you know they can do you don't want implants so you just want some reconstruction some lifting I don't think that will mess up the um the duct that the milk flows out of and I hope I'm okay. saying that correctly but on, on that agenda going back to that when I went to the hospital I hadn't even had my child yet they gave me a Similac bag gave me a couple of cans of Similac some Similac coupons so it was like throughout the course of my pregnancy I was provided with the option and and, um, tools to go ahead and get some of the canned powdered milk if I wanted to. It wasn't like, no, you're going to breastfeed. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about how the skin feels raw initially. And when you're, like, going out of your mind, that's like when a lot of women kind of walk away from it. But I do encourage them to uh, hang in there past that part. Your nipples toughen up, I guess.
1: Wow. It's a really interesting conversation that where things kind of switch. And I understand that women have to work. So please don't get me wrong for the women who who bottle feed because, you know, I'm not your judge. I'm one of those people who say everybody do the best that they know how to do and yep. in the moment that they can do it. And so for those of us who can, you know, breastfeed, I think that to open up the door to let us know that it's okay to do that, let's talk about it. But now going to the age where they got teeth and whatnot, I don't know about all that at least, you know, have bit my <laughs> you nipple <know> off.
0: <laughs> well, and I was going to say, so you're talking about the pain factor and them biting you, but a lot of people uh, sexualize, breastfeeding because uh, that child that big and, and what's going on with the two of you, they kind of look at it like that, but it's, it's nothing sexual about it. And I do want to say, um, I went back to work hosting a radio show and I'm, I'm at the uh, DJ's booth, the board in front of the mic with uh, the plastic strapped to my breast and my little pump, you know, <laughs> I was getting it in on the job. Girl, I was dedicated. I was freezing my breast milk, the whole nine, you know. So well,
1: people coming in there with their coffee, talking so about just give me a <laughs> oh, See I would have had to hurt somebody.
0: I had on um the little uh robe over me and I know when I went to church I would do that, but I do think the longer I did it the more comfortable I came with it. I'm like, it's my breast, it is what it is, why are you tripping? You know, and, and and the final thing for me on breastfeeding Shay, my baby looking up into my eyes and it's just like silent communication. I really miss that. this Aww. is like nothing like that in the world. It it was, like, awesome. So
1: beautiful.
0: Mm, And to this day, he has not drank uh, regular white milk. And he was doing soy, but his father kind of felt like uh, the the hormones or whatever is in soy milk feminizes, and some people feel this way, male children. So we switched to almond milk. So my baby said, he don't want no milk at all now. I've
1: never heard of that, that soy products
0: feminizes you. Uh, Boys. I've I've heard it before. Mm, I've heard it before. Yeah, so I don't know how that's possible, but that's what's out there. And I I would suggest people Google that, no doubt about it. That's my favorite thing to say, Google that, when I don't really know. Yeah, I'm
1: going to look into that, girl. I ain't never heard of that. That's an interesting thought. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) So uh, what's been going on uh, in your your private life, Shay? I know um, I hit you up on Instagram. I was saying things to do, check in with Shay. So here I am on this show of all places to find out what's been going on in your world since we last spoke.
1: Things have been going great, you know. I've been very happy. I've been losing a bunch of weight. I recently lost about 40 pounds. Saw your
0: pictures. You look good.
1: Thank you. I'm trying to get used to this new body. I've Mm -hmm. had my body for so long. I knew how to dress it. I knew how to, you know, accentuate the positives and and hide the negatives. And so now it's kind of like a journey of trying to figure out what this different body is like. So that's what's been happening with me. You know, um, I'm casually dating. I'm not in anything serious, you know, though I really do desire to be married. You know, sometimes when I'm washing my clothes, girl, I be thinking about, Ooh, I'm gonna be washing my husband' drawers. <laughs> like you know, my sisters, they all laughing because they're married, and they're like, "Girl, please, that's gonna wear well off soon. You ain't gonna be wanting to wash nobody' drawers after 20 years." Like I've been married 20 years, I said, "Well, I want to try." I said, "Shoot, I, you know, I look at recipes. I have a recipe book of all the things I'm gonna cook for my husband, and so I've been trying these recipes out, girl, and and doing all of that." I just came back from Charlotte. Um, one of my girlfriends turned forty-five. Happy birthday to my friend Danielle Prophet. Went to her birthday party and girl, they had me on the mic all night. So things have been great
0: for me. I have uh, embraced celibacy. That's been going on for quite a while. No need to talk about the time. Uh uh
1: uh-uh. celibacy.
0: <laughs> yes, ma'am. Because um, I'm not going to say I'm not. Girl, get out of here. <laughs>
1: I'm just
0: I'm not, and I'm not going to say it's the city that I'm living in, but it is in part. Um. I don't know, I just haven't met anybody here that I want to be naked around. And that, like, sums it up. And I know you yeah. say, have it, we'll travel. I haven't wanted anybody to bring it over here either. So, I don't know. <laughs> so, I can't even really say. Uh, I'm still in that zone where I'm not looking to be in that relationship like that. I think uh, my son's father said that uh, the next person I hook up with would be the one that I marry. Because I told him that the length of time that it's been. Yeah, I've
1: I've been celibate before. I was actually celibate for six years Mm. at one point. And um, during that time, I was really, really, really focused on a a deeper spiritual relationship with God. And Mm. I did a lot of study of the Bible and really, you know, um, was talking to God about the whole celibacy thing. And I asked him straight up. I was like, gee... Mm -hmm. that's what I call God. I was like, gee, like, seriously, why can't I have sex? I said, because it's dope. I love it. It's, like, really fun. (laughs) And it Mm -hmm. feels good. Why can't I have sex? And so just like you and I are talking right now, I literally heard God's voice tell me. It doesn't sound like James Earl Jones. But it was, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know, literally, he, he dropped in my spirit. He was like, it's not that you can have sex. You can't have sex because you can. He was like, You can do whatever you wanna do. He said, But it's for protection. He was like, When women take in, you know, a man's essence, it it can confuse things. So I got from him, you could do it if you want to, but I'm just letting you know, you go go crazy once that thing hits you. <laughs> that's, the, that's the mom, brother, you know what
0: he said. And, and you know what, Shay, on, on, a, on a real tip with that, I was watching, uh, what is it, Love and Hip Hop. Are they uh, in New York right now?
1: Yes. Oh, oh my God. So um,
0: I I sent out a tweet from my, my Twitter page, Adelie Stewart, and I was saying these girls need to take a break try celibacy or something because these men are driving them crazy. They need to step away from the sex because everybody's on there just doing some everything. And the night I was watching, I was just kind of disappointed that the women were allowing themselves to travel down the roads in the past that they are like, you don't have to really respect me. Anything goes. It's just
1: disgusting. I was watching that last week as well. And Daryl Strawberry's daughter, I mean, he is a renowned Baseball player, you know, he's got issues of his own. He had, um, you know, drug block problems and things and, you know, a lot of run-ins with the law because of drugs. But I think that his daughter Diamond is sullying his legacy by going into the bathroom with rich dollars to go have sex. Mm -hmm. That was disgusting. I was just mortified. And she has a daughter that she left in L.A. to come and be somebody's side thought. It was just, uh, as women, you know, and, and like I said earlier, I'm nobody's judge. But some stuff, you know, mothers, some stuff you're just not supposed to do when you become a
0: mother. And That's- I'm
1: not saying don't have sex or don't do whatever you want to do, but just don't do it for the eyes of the camera to embarrass your children. I was
0: going to say, because some stuff is, is best kept private, especially that. And she doesn't even really know him. I think he is a friend of um her ex or her Whatever man she want the guy that she wanted to be her man. They're like kind of tight.
1: Yeah, and then you're gonna and go and have sexual relations
0: with him in a public bathroom.
1: Oh my god! First of all, my vagina does not need to be out in the public bathroom air for longer than it takes me to pee and go. Okay,
0: we'll, there's no we'll reason. I'll, I'll ask you this: <laughs> Let's say you were married, long-term loving relationship. If you're not married and uh, mm-hmm. like you guys are committed and he's just thinking some different places and you were out, say, Red Lobster. You don't have those biscuits that they have that are, like, really good and um, some nice fish, some string beans and so forth. (laughs) I love Red Lobster. But anyway, and he says...
1: I love the way you just described that, that? (laughs) meal.
0: And he says, come on, let's dip in the bathroom. I want to talk to you about something. And that's like y'all's, y'all's a little code for let's go ahead and get freaky here. Would you do it with your husband in a bathroom, public bathroom?
1: See, with my husband, I would consider it. But I'm just really thinking of a sanitary, you know, I don't want my vagina amongst the germs. <laughs>
0: so mm. that's
1: the thing that I would be thinking about. Now, if I saw... That the bathroom was clean and maybe, you know, because sometimes I carry my, my wet wipes in my purse. Yeah. So if I had my wet wipes with me so that I could, you know, wipe down the wall where he needs to hold himself up or, you know, oh, oh, whatever, you're doing too much. there's no yeah, way you're I'm going the, the moment. toilet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Throw some paper, oh. dow- paper towels down on the sink, lock the door, and uh, then y'all go at it. You're doing too much work and I got to clean the bathroom first. It's like being <laughs> at home. <laughs> I so said that's like being at home, <laughs>
1: girl. I would be in there cleaning the damn bathroom. <laughs> I be like, baby, you ain't bringing none of that e-collar home, Well, you ain't bringing none of that home.
0: <laughs> but you know what? What? Uh, and I don't know. I don't know how we got on this sexual page. Um, but how do people do it in hot tubs? Someone um, on my job told me they did it. I'm like, but I have too. The water doesn't just like flow the wrong way there. Jack and her sister. Oh, up.
1: It, it, it goes in there, but oh, I mean, it, me, it's so gross. funny. Some friends of ours, it, it's been many, many years. Some friends of ours, um, some couples, we went to a cabin in Tennessee, and it was my birthday weekend. And so I got the biggest room in the cabin, and they had a jacuzzi in the um, bath inside the bedroom. And so the next day we came out, everybody was clowning us because they said all night they heard squash, squash, splash, splash. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> girl i was in the floor i said y'all should have went to sleep y'all too busy worried about what's going on in the master suite i need y'all to worry about what's going on in y'all
0: and, and you know what shay uh as for listening to people have sex um my neighbor's I don't like these people, not at all. And I don't think they have sex often. And I say this because, and I was thinking this this morning, as a matter of fact, to be quite honest. I heard them have sex, I don't know, maybe a couple months ago. And it was so loud and all that. And I was like, she's got to be fronting because I don't see shorty outside. And I I just, you know what I'm saying? And and I I haven't heard them like maybe they don't have like a a steady pattern there. And I know I'm like the the neighbor from hell. But once you hear it, you can't help but to listen.
1: I've had my downstairs neighbor call the rent office on me before. Mm. So, yeah, but see, this is what happened. It was a beautiful fall day. And, you know, in the fall when it's, it's not you know, hot enough to have the air on, but it's just cool enough that you want to open your window. Yeah. So I forgot I left my window open in my room, and I had company. Mm
0: -hmm. And so
1: the next day I got a phone call from the rent office, and they were telling me (laughs) that my neighbor had called and said that I was playing
0: porno real loud. Oh, no. And I wasn't playing no
1: porno. It was me.
0: (laughs) So which offended you most, them thinking um, it was porn or them calling the office?
1: The fact that she caught, because first of all, it ain't like it's going on for two hours, baby. We got five to seven minutes. that you to enjoy it? <laughs> I felt like she was hating. I was like, what you hating for? It ain't like it went on for 45 minutes nonstop. You may hear the the throes of passion right at the end, and he wasn't going for no damn thirty forty minutes. So she just was hating. But on another note, her and her little man be downstairs arguing all the time versus me in here having sex.
0: seemed like I, I saw you tweet about that from uh Hey, what is your Twitter address? Hey shaymore
1: Moore. Um, it's Hey shaymore Moore on Instagram. On Twitter, it's shaymore Moore on air.
0: So either I saw you you mentioned it on Instagram or on Twitter. I saw you uh making a little statement about your neighbors. I remember that. Oh, my
1: God. They argue so much, girl. I pray for myself. I pray for my family and friends. But I pray that they break up more than I pray for myself. I'm not even lying. I be like, Lord, you don't have to work on both of them at the same time, but give one of them the strength to move on. (laughs) That is my prayer. I'm serious. Because they cut up down there. And it's like, what is so bad that you got to be arguing like this?
0: And some people take that to mean that uh, we have a very passionate relationship and he must really love me. And a lot of times uh, what you are in the middle of is an abusive relationship. People get that thing all mixed up. It's not passion. And that's what it
1: is. You know, and and one of their main arguments, and it's sad because I can hear it clearly, one of their main arguments is the fact that he's an over-the-road driver, and so when he gets home, that's when she starts going through them bags and going through them phones and all those other things and start you know, looking for incriminating evidence. And so this is why in a relationship I never look through a man's phone or his thing because you're going to find exactly what you're looking for.
0: And if you're and looking, you already know.
1: You already know. That was what I was going to say. If you already know what's going on and God has a way of revealing things to you, you don't have to search for anything. So it'll fall in your lap. Whatever you need to know, you're going to find. You don't have to root through nothing to get it and cause no problems. And a lot of times women are having these big confrontation moments, knowing that they're not willing to leave anyway. So what's the purpose of confronting somebody with evidence of them cheating and you're not ready to go? So you wasting your your breath, you're annoying your neighbors, and you know what I'm saying? You're getting talked about in podcasts. Oh, if you're well. not ready to be done with it, you need to hush until you get the strength to move mm-hmm. on.
0: That's right. Absolutely. And hopefully someone, uh, if you're listening and that is your current situation, think about the words that you've heard us say here and share today and maybe contemplate moving on. I know sometimes people are like, it's a financial thing. But, you know, you didn't come up in your life with that person, so you can find a way to uh, be on your own two feet again. Don't don't let money keep you in a, a bad situation.
1: Nothing is worth your peace of mind. I would rather go live in uh, a one-bedroom shack somewhere, you know, for my peace of mind. I'm exactly. just sorry. You know, there's nothing like being able to rest at night and get up in the morning in peace and open your eyes and thank God for a new day with happiness. But if you always fussing and carrying on and the police gotta come all the time. That's just not that's not a life. That's just no life.
0: And and on that note, uh, I'm I'm segwaying. check this out. What you want is to be happy. Like Pharrell Williams song where Marvin Gaye's family is now saying that uh sounds like their daddy's song too, so they need to sue for that one.
1: You know, I wonder for the musicians that are listening to the podcast, if they can weigh in on Twitter on our uh, page at Two Black Girls and i like let us know. Is it really that similar. I'm not a musician. I've never played any instrument. When we played in in kindergarten, they used to just give me the triangle. I don't even know if that's really an instrument or not. (laughs) That's all I played was the triangle, girl. So for me, you know, the song does sound very similar. As soon as I heard it, I said to myself, it sounds like Marvin Gaye. Oh, uh, with
0: with regard to uh, Blurred Lines. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I
1: really did think so, but I didn't I don't know if, if if the musicality is that similar because I'm not a musician, so I don't want to speak on something that I really don't know that well.
0: And 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 just uh as we've reached the end of our podcast here, as Shay stated, we can carry this conversation on uh wherever it is that you may be listening, whether it's uh via iTunes, you can comment on iTunes or Blog Talk Radio or meet us on Twitter at Two Black Girls. Or meet us on Facebook, um, search the same name, the show name and uh, let's keep this conversation going. Shay, final words from you before we uh press this button to turn it off.
1: It's been so good, Elise. You know, thank you so much for um coming up with this concept. You know, Elise had an idea it's been two years now for us to do this podcast and You know, she's been really the driving force of keeping this thing going. So I want to thank you so very much for that. We've had literally thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of people who have listened to us uh, do this podcast. And if you enjoy it, share it with other people because we want other people to hear um, what we're doing. We do this for the love of radio, for the love of communication, just for the love of sisterhood and togetherness. So share it out there. Laugh with us. Comment with us. Um, send me some money for my titties. <laughs> um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and on that note, we will holler at you the next time. We're two black girls in black a mic.